everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday. It's August 30th. It's 2021, and we're getting really close to the end of baseball season. we got nine games today to talk about, and we're joined by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06, Will Priester. What's happening, Will? Nothing much, man. Doing good. Coming off the weekend. Headed back into another big work week. Uh, a lot of anticipation is going on now because uh, not only do we have baseball, but Steve, we've got college football going too now. And this is uh, this isn't the pre uh, the prelude or the precursor uh, to NFL for me. Uh, CFB is a big time uh, bankroll booster for me all season, so I'm pretty excited about that alongside NFL. And uh, pretty soon here in a couple of months, we'll be throwing NBA into the mix. And then we'll be back on the, the, the cycle again. So I'm, I'm pretty excited, man. Just a, a great time to be a sports fan as usual. Hockey will be coming up again. It's, it's just fantastic. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's crazy because how the pandemic changed the scheduling of everything. We don't get that, like, month off where – you know, between baseball and basketball, like we used to either. So like right when baseball ends, I think it's like a week or two and we're right back um, talking daily basketball. So yeah, uh, just got done making the schedule for September. And I mean, we got plenty of baseball. We got plenty of football, the content here at Roto-Grinders, you, you know, you guys are going to have plenty of stuff to listen to each and every day. Um, that doesn't mean stop listening to the morning grind. Make sure you keep listening. <laughs> we will have um, we'll have six podcasts for the morning grind starting week one of NFL. Grant and I will be recording the NFL podcast. Um, so be on the lookout. There's going to be a huge announcement over the next week or so um, from Dan about the media content here for NFL. It's it's loaded. I just got done looking at the schedule. It's loaded. So you yeah. guys are you guys are in, in store for a lot of great content. But uh, will. We got nine baseball games coming off the weekend. I had a full Sunday off uh, because NASCAR did not rain on Saturday in Daytona. We got a whole day without rain in Daytona. Um, I mean, that just doesn't happen. So, you know, (laughs) before we get into breaking this down, I just want to say if you have loved ones or if you live in Louisiana, prayers out to you. Hopefully this storm is not as bad as what it looks like when you're looking at the news and stuff. And yeah, man. I mean, we're, we're praying for you and your family. And if you have any loved ones um, in Louisiana, it, it's I've been in that area of Louisiana and I mean, it's already like a low area. So um, we're just praying and, you know, hoping the best for you and your family. And, you know, we'll be on the lookout for hopefully getting some positive vibes um, out for that whole state right now. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, prayers up to everybody out there. And, uh, you know, I was actually supposed to head to Louisiana in October, actually. Um, so we'll see, you know, how everything goes. But uh, hopefully everything is okay. And um, let's just hope it rains a lot, but doesn't flood or mess anything up. That'd be great. That'd be real great. Yep. All right. Um, let's get into it. We start with... Philadelphia at Washington. This game had an eight and a half total. Um, the Phillies are a 185 favorites. We got Zach Wheeler and Josiah Gray. Any interest here in Zach Wheeler? 
Yeah, I mean, listen, man, Wheeler's been good most of the year. Yeah, every pitcher's going to get touched up. At 10K, more than willing to roll the dice, man. I, you know, this Washington team isn't as great as it, as it has been in the past. Um, yeah, I mean, everybody on this team isn't going to strike out, but uh, I still think Wheeler has enough in the tank that, to get, get the job done. So I really like Wheeler on the slate. 10K, really fair price. Yeah, I mean – you look at this lineup, and this is not the same lineup that started the season. The lineup that they rolled out on Sunday um, going up against the Mets, it was a very high strikeout lineup. Uh, there was five guys in the lineup with strikeout rates over 23%. So big strikeouts here. I mean, this is not the same lineup. If Wheeler can kind of pitch around Soto, he could dominate this game. This is a dude with a 30% K rate and an XFIP under three on the season. Um, the strikeout upside, the the – the ceiling just in general is just so good for him. So uh, definitely like Zach Wheeler, Josiah Gray on the other side. I mean, it's not like the Philly lineup is super scary. I'm kind of iffy. If he was cheaper, I'd have, I think I'd have a lot more interest. It's it more just, it comes down to this price. Yeah, absolutely. At 8,800. I mean, I think it's just kind of a blah, deal like yeah he's probably going to get some k's but is he going to get the 25 fantasy points i don't think so um so i'm willing to take the fade on josiah gray um you know th there are other guys that we can play that that i feel better about uh one will probably be talking about semi soon um, and i think he's a much better play uh for a little bit cheaper all right. Um, just because I don't have like a ton of interest in Josiah Gray doesn't mean like I'm running to play these Philly bats. Is there any of these Philly bats that you're interested in? I think we can always play Harper in, in this spot. Um, but all in all, you know, I don't really want to load up on the Phillies. I mean, they're projected to score some runs. Um, I think what's, what's working in Philly's favor is the cheap Herrera's 3,900, uh, Brad Miller 36, Galvis, you know. These other these uh, additional pieces are, are really cheap outside of Segura, Harper, and Real Muto. So I think that's the intriguing spot for Philly. Um, outside of that, though, I don't I don't feel like I want to stack Philly today. Yeah, I mean, this lineup's just not the same either. Ramuto's banged up. Hoskins is out. Didi is out. Um, it's just not the same lineup overall. So I mean, Harper is always in play, but Gene Segura fifty one hundred no. Herrera at 39 and McCutcheon at 38. Um, maybe pair them with Harper, but then you're using three outfielders. So lineup construction wise is not the greatest. So I mean, I think you're you're more looking to just one-offs here. Um, and then on the Washington side, I mean Juan Soto, you could play every day, but I mean, like I've been saying about him since this since they kind of like just fully sailed this team, I think he has like four home runs. Um, I mean, you could just pitch him differently right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Josh Bell is behind him, and then there's no one else behind Josh Bell. And then you've got Rick, Victor Robles, you know, and Alcides Escobar, who, you know, Escobar is going to be an on-base machine, I think. Um, but overall, this this just isn't a scary team. I mean, taking Trey Turner out of this lineup was a huge deal. Uh, so I, I'm not worried. All right, we're moving on. We got uh, Baltimore going up against Toronto. Chris Ellis against Robbie Ray. 
Nine and a half total in this one, and the Blue Jays are a big favorite. Anywhere from 275 to 310 here for the Blue Jays. Um, I'm guessing you're with me and you don't have any interest here in Chris Ellis. Negative. Negative. No interest whatsoever. Let's talk about Robbie Ray on the other side of this game, Will. Um, I mean, he is such a hit-or-miss piece, and he's been a hit-or-miss piece, it seems like, over the last two months. But, I mean, he's coming off of two really strong, maybe Robbie Ray is back, starts. He's 9,700, getting Baltimore. What are we doing here with Robbie Ray? I think we're playing him, 9,700. Um, I I'm honestly not expecting 10-plus strikeouts. I'm just going to put that out there right now. But I think seven to eight is reasonable. And if he can happen to get through fairly clean, no more than a run or two, uh, he, I, I think you know he's got a shot to be in the winning build. So I like Ray, 9,700, I'm in. All right. Um, I'm with you, by the way. I, I like Robbie Ray a lot. I really don't have a ton of interest here in – the Baltimore side. Nope. I mean, you can always take shots on a guy like Mancini at 4,100. That's really it though. I mean, any of these guys are cheap, but I mean, Mancini really the only guy that I have interest in. Um, Any interest in the Toronto bats here? Yeah, I think this is one of those full stack spots for me. Um, You know, is Springer going to be back? God, I'm sorry, guys. I meant to check that before uh, I got loaded up here. But, uh, I mean, th- it's still a stack spot for me. Corey Dickerson continues to be cheap. Uh, Lordy's Guriel just isn't going to be priced up. Uh, and not that he's lighting the ball on fire, but, you know, he's always a piece I like to get in to, to kind of, you know, mitigate some of the expensive guys like Bobachet, like Vlad, like uh, Simeon. So um, it's, it's really just a big stack spot for me. Springer is supposed to be back, by the way. Um, I just didn't want to interrupt you. Um, I mean, yeah. Like just just beware, Marcus Simeon is someone that I'm I'm really hoping homers this week. So <laughs> <laughs> I might still be alive in the office home run pool, and there did, might only be did three Votto people. Did Votto hit left. one last week? Votto hit one last week, and then this week I had Fernando Tatis Jr. And I got like an extra inning home run one night when I was sleeping. Um, so my still gosh, there's three of us left. So um, my gosh, trying to trying to squeak, squeak it out, squeak it out. <laughs> uh, anyway, I mean, I think Toronto is probably the top stack in the slate. You know, you get Ellis who grades out to be, I mean, pretty average. Um, and, and then like, then you're getting bullpen because he's not pitching more than like 60 pitches here. So, I mean, you're getting the Baltimore bullpen. I mean, if they get to Ellis early, you're getting a lot of the Baltimore bullpen. So, I mean, the Toronto, the Toronto stack, I think has the highest ceiling on the slate in general. Um, yeah. It's more of just going to come down. Can, can you afford them? Um, yeah, because sure. I mean, at the end of the day, we want to play Wheeler. We want to play Ray. You know, we'll talk about burns when we get there. Um, Marquez is going to be like the chalky mid-range cheap pitcher, and we'll talk and about he that. Should be. <laughs> but he I mean, be. when you're looking at the slate in in general, it's not like we have a punt pitcher. Um, we'll talk about Alexi when we get to that game. I think it's like two games away. But all right, um, 
moving on, we got Boston going into Tampa. Nine total. This game opened at eight. It's eight and a half some places, but some places it's nine. Um, and the Rays opened as a 155 favorite. It's anywhere from 125 to 135 right now. So a lot of movement in these lines since they dropped. A lot of lot of um, lot of betting going on in this game already. We got Pavetta against Patino. Um, we'll start here with Pavetta. Any interest in him? Um, slight, but I think this is Pavetta to me feels like you know where you're going to go if you're going slightly cheap. Um, just because, I mean, I think if anybody could get 18 fantasy points in that cheap range, it feels like it should be him. Um, you know, I don't trust, I hate to jump ahead, but I don't trust Chris Paddock and I'm not buying into the fact that Corey Cooper is going to come out and go the distance. So he could, but I don't think he will. And so, uh, Nick Pavetta feels like the tournament cheap play today. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I hear you. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, there's a lot of strikeouts in the Tampa lineup. This ballpark is a good ballpark. He is getting a ballpark upgrade going into Tampa. You know, he's someone that could put up 20-plus in this spot. So, I mean, I, I agree as far as, like, being cheap and being in play, he's there. Um, any interest in Luis Patino on the other side? No, I think I'm going to avoid Patino. Um, I, I just, I, I don't see the value. I mean, I know he's, he's had some games where he's been okay. Some games where he's not been okay. I think all in all, this is just going to be a, an avoid spot for a Boston team. That's been pretty good this season. Yeah. I mean, that lineup is just so much stronger with Schwarber. It really is. Um, just look at it, you know, the, the top five, six spots with Schwarber in that leadoff spot um, is it, just it's you can't it's not like you can pitch around Devers or Martinez anymore because Bogarts is there. Schwarber's in front. The top of the lineup is just strong. He has been pitching deeper. You know, he's three of his or yeah, three of his last four starts. He's gone over 90 pitches. And, you know, looking at that just in general, um, you know, five of his last six or six of his last seven, he's gone over 90 pitches. So he's been pitching deeper. It's just, I mean, the matchup, it's, it just comes down to the matchup. It's the Red Sox. Like there's a reason that money was coming in at the over where this has moved almost a run before midnight. Um, so let's talk bats. Any Red Sox interest here? Yeah, man. Um, plenty. Uh, like I said, absolutely a stack spot. Um, you know, Devers is 6,100. I think Verdugo is going to be almost a staple for lineups with everyone being expensive. Feels to me like I think if, if we were going to leave anybody out of the ex- expensive bats because of recency bias, I think J.D. Martinez could 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 go slightly under-owned uh, considering the fact that he hasn't been as good at the plate overall. But I do think, like I said, Verdugo may end up being a staple uh, of lineups, Christian, Va- Christian Vasquez at catcher, thirty-two hundred. I think he's in play. Travis Shaw, he's thirty-five hundred. I mean, so I think you're going to have to balance it out with some of these guys. I, we're going to probably see a lot of Schwarber, a lot of Devers, and then 
figuring out who are we going to play between Xander and JD. I think people side a little bit more with Xander, uh, especially at a, at a shortstop spot. Um, that's typically a little weaker than what you can get in the outfield. Um, but overall, man, you're, you're stacking Boston. Yeah, they're just expensive. Um, it's, a, it's a tough ballpark. I prefer Toronto over Boston. But, I mean, the pricing of Boston makes it where, like, if you're playing Boston, you're probably stacking them. Um, you, like you mentioned, Verdugo's cheap. If Shaw cracks the lineup, He's cheap at 3500 Um, Duran's in there at 3100 So maybe I'm using Boston as like a cheap, cheap, like, I mean, I don't even know, like a cheap secondary-ish stack where you like, maybe you do like a four or five man, you get like two expensive and two cheap bats and you just kind of hope you nail the four guys. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the best thing about five man stacking. Will like, oh, I just want one through five, and I just hope that all the production comes from the top, or I want three through seven. You know, so yeah. Anyway, um, any interest in the Tampa Bay bats here? Listen, I mean, I I like Pavetta, but just as if you know, what I would say is, I, I'm absolutely expecting him to give up a home run or two. I'm just hoping he doesn't get to like four. And so you know, I think Brandon Lyles in play. Nelson Cruz is in play, even though Pavetta historically has been better than righties. Austin Meadows is in play. Uh, you know, my my good friend Joey Wendell hit two bombs today. Uh, lefties are just in play, and that, that's just kind of how I would approach it. I'm not stacking Tampa, even though in tournaments is probably the right thing to do. I still think Pavetta gets the strikeouts. I just need him to not give up three or four home runs, and I think we're good. Or don't give up one home run with three guys on. Yep. I mean, if Pavetta becomes chalk and you're playing 150 lineups, you definitely get five to 10% Tampa stacks because Pavetta gives up home runs in bunches. So, yeah, I mean, if he's going to be chalk, you definitely want to look at some of these Tampa Bay bats um, just to just to like make your lineups, um, you know, if anything, just different. I mean, just just get them a little bit different. So. um, All right, we're moving on. We have um, Colorado at Texas in this one. We got Marquez against Alexi. This game is at eight and a half. It opened at seven and a half. It's been betted up a lot. Um, and then the Rockies are 155 favorite here. Herman Marquez, 8,500. I've already kind of said it, Will. I, I fully expect him to be a chalky type pitcher on the slate. Yeah, man. No way he's not chalk, I don't think. And I'm I'm gonna take that chalk and write my name on the chalkboard a hundred times, uh, and I'm gonna call myself German Marquez. Had a had a meltdown in Chicago. I think he comes back out and gets the job done here. I mean, he's pitched well, uh, you know, almost every game this season. No pitchers getting through clean on everything. I like him here. I, he's my my top pitch on the slate for the price. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. Point per dollar. Um, it's hard not to like him. Um, on the other side of this game, we got AJ Alexi, who has electric stuff. Um, you know, we're looking at like his AAA numbers. He's gonna be making his major league debut. And I mean, this is a dude that started the season in double A through 50 innings in double A and had a 28.8% K rate through 14 innings in triple A. Had a 33% K rate with a 17% swinging strike rate. 
it's the Rockies. I mean, he's going to have an electric fastball. He has above average curveball. His command and his changeup suck. Um, and his changeup doesn't suck, but compare it to like major league level talent. Like he needs to improve it. Okay. Uh, suck is not the right word. Um, his command is what I'm worried about. Will, you know, we've seen, we've seen the minor league numbers. We, we see the walk rates. We see the, like he's at, oh, he's almost at four walks per nine. So, I mean, he's 4,700 and I'm, I'm going to be taking shots. Um, I mean, if I build three teams today, there's a good chance I play him at least on one. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Here's my question to you. Do you think he gets at least 75 pitches? I mean, I definitely need to dig into, like, minor league stuff. But, I mean, this dude on the 20th of August just um, threw five innings and saw 18 hitters. So, yeah, I got to look into, like, pitch count-wise. But, you know, just kind of looking at that tells me that, there's no reason that he shouldn't be able to throw five innings if he's pitching well and he's 4,700. Right. Yeah. And, and that, that's what I think I'm, I'm kind of thinking about here. If you, and, and I don't want to say if you, if we, cause I know I want to, you want to, and I think the listeners will want to, and the field will want to, we want expensive bats today. When you've got Toronto, you've got Boston, you've got some other teams that we're going to talk about. You're going to need salary relief. I think at 4,700, you talked about taking shots, if if I can, and I'm going to dig as, as well, if I can put together anything that suggests he's going to have 70 to 75 pitches at 4,700, I'm in, period. He gets me 12 to 13 points. I'll take it, and let's keep this train moving. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm going to need to – I'm going to need to, like, dig into it more. Um, but, I mean, looking at, like, the innings that he's been throwing recently – I mean, I don't see why he wouldn't um, get there, but he's 4,700. And I look at it as everybody that's stacking Toronto is probably going to play Pavetta or Andrew Heaney. I mean, exactly. I mean, that's that's how I look at the slate. And, I mean, we're looking at this before projected ownership is posted. But, I mean... I mean, I've been doing this long enough to have an idea. Um, yeah. I mean, Paddock, too, is someone else that could get ownership here because he's just so cheap. So, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why AJ Alexi makes sense in tournaments today. So, like I said, one out of three for me, um, if not two out of three, because I want to play Toronto on this slate so much. So, um, all right. Bats in this game. Anything stand out to you for the Rockies? Um, nothing crazy. I mean, I think they're kind of too expensive. Wouldn't you agree? I, I don't. I don't like any of these prices. So, I mean, Sam Hilliard is twenty five hundred. More than more than willing to get in on something like that. But overall, I'm not playing the Rockies. Yeah, I mean, I think they're in play as a stack. That's how I. That's how I kind of look at them. Um. I think they're in play as a stack. And the reason I say that is because, like I was saying with Alexi, he struggles with walks. Um, so, I mean, if he's struggling with walks, all you need is him to start walking a couple people, give up a couple home runs, and you're off to the races. Um, so, I mean, I think that is where I would have interest. So, 
Texas bats and interest nope. in the Texas bats? No, sir. So I w- I've been trying to pull it up um, and, and still do the podcast at the same time. Multitasking is something that I wish I could get better at. Um, in AAA, he's thrown three starts in AAA, Alexi has, through 88, 77, and 78 pitches. 75, right? I, I, I think that's it's, if he gets there, that's right where I'd like for him to be. And let's hope that 75 can get him through f- five innings. That'd be fantastic. Um, but yeah, as far as the Texas bats go, I mean, outside of just a contrarian stack because Marquez is going to be so popular, this lineup stinks. <laughs> they shipped everybody off. I mean, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got the Yankees um, going up against the Angels in L.A. Uh, eight total in this one. And the Yankees are a slight favorites. It's going to be Kluber opening from what I from what I've read. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he's going to throw like two or three innings from what I've read. And then Heaney's going to pitch. And he's going to throw like a bullpen. Like I, I kind of, I think the, the easiest way to project the Yankees pitchers today is just kind of in my head thinking like three and three innings. If they can each get three and three innings, I think that's kind of what the Yankees are wanting out of this situation. I mean, if Heaney's pitching well, maybe they let him go four and then they bring in the bullpen for the eighth and the ninth. But New York is very comfortable bringing in the bullpen in the seventh, eighth, and ninth. So if they could get six innings out of Kluber and Heaney, I think that's what they're kind of looking for here. Uh, And then we got Quintana pitching on the other side of this game. The Yankees pitching situation, I mean, I'm probably out, Will. I think there's way, way too many question marks on a slate where we have enough pitching that I don't have to play the question marks. Yeah, just don't do it. Period. Um, Quintana, anything? Negative. I mean, he's not pitching a lot anyway. So, I mean, I'm just no need to, to put him in any lineups. Just hit the X button. Uh, talk Yankees bats here, Will. Yeah, man. So, I mean, I, I think the Yankees bats are, are going to be in play here. Uh, the weather looks like it's going to be in the 70s, which, you know, isn't the best. But I think the Yankees' prices overall, man, they just keep you coming back. The Mayhew, 39. Rizzo, 37. Stanton, 46. Gallo, 44. Gio Urshela plays, 33. Um, I, I just think overall this team is very affordable. And so looking at Quintana, who's only probably going to be in a little bit, not expecting them to get rocked. But, you know, getting a full bit bullpen session from the Angels as well, I think the Yankees have a lot of bats that they're going to have to contend with. I will say this, Yankees have been striking out a ton. I mean, you know, when you look at these K rates, I mean, they, man, just mid to upper 20s on a lot of these bats. But I'm more than willing to side with them in a, in a pretty good matchup. I think the Yankees are in a very good spot here against Quintana. They have so much power from the right side of the plate here. Um it's not. It's it's hard not to have some interest here in the Yankees. Um, they strike out a lot. Don't get me wrong. You know, Stanton <laughs> and Judge, ton of power. Even Gallo. Gallo has a lot of power against lefties, but he either hits the ball really far or strikes out. Um, so, and they got White Luke Boyd. They got Sanchez. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, Angels bats here. I mean. I know Trout's getting close, but I highly doubt he's back anytime over the next couple weeks. Um, 
What are we doing with the Angels bats here? I don't think I'm playing any Angels bats, Stevie. I think I'm taking the fade. Um, I mean, listen, I, I know Tani has been just, just crushing Stevie, but I, I, I'm not doing it. We don't know his price either. We're waiting for him to be added to the player pool uh, because they didn't know who was going to be the pitcher, and they've been doing this a lot with Otani lately. Um, to and and kudos because I want to be able to play Otani if he's pitching, and I also want to be able to play Otani if he's in the lineup hitting. So, I mean, I don't mind them waiting until the next day or the day of to, yeah. you know, get this actual get it right. I want him to get it right because I want to play Otani whether he's pitching or hitting. Uh, we got San Diego going up against Arizona. This game is currently at a nine and a half total, and uh, the Padres are 170 favorites. We got Paddock and Gilbert. Chris Paddock coming back from the IL. He's 5,600 going up against Arizona. He has not thrown in over 30 days, um, and everything that I've re- read – says he's going to be on a limited pitch count and he's going to be eased back. Does that make a difference for you at 5,600 or, or does that make all the difference in the world? Yeah, it does. I mean, I, I no need to play him if he's on a, a pitch count to me says three innings, maybe. So I no paddock. I, I'd absolutely uh, be playing Alexi over paddock in this spot. I am too, and I mean that's just kind of what I was saying. Um, just looking at the slate overall, but uh, Gilbert on the other side. I mean, Tyler Gilbert had that awesome game against the Padres, and I mean it's a game that he'll that he'll never forget. But I don't expect <laughs> him to do that again. Yeah, you got to he... be excited. You throw a no hitter in your first major league start, like that's awesome. Yeah, it is. Nothing else, I mean... like. That's awesome. Def- defining moment. And then after that, we-, we saw zero fantasy performances, even remotely close. I don't think it gets close today. Yeah, it came back to being Thomas Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, this is a tough matchup. Or Tyler Gilbert, not Thomas Gilbert, sorry. Um, but, yeah, I think this is a spot where – unless Babip is really on his side again, um, he might struggle. And, like, he's been able to limit home runs, but, I mean, he's faced Colorado and Pittsburgh. We really don't know what to expect from this guy yet. Um, Padres bats, Will, what are we looking at here? Yeah, I think for the Padres, man, I mean, Manny Machado really stands out to me as a big-time bat today. Uh, Will Myers at 3,400, Austin Olick catcher. These are all guys that, that I'm, I'm excited to get in on. Uh, not sure if Haseon Kim is actually going to be in the lineup, and I know I've talked about him coming over from KBO, but at, at 2K, I'd be willing to roll the dice on him as well. Um, obviously, for, obviously, Tatis is a play. I don't have to explain to you why Tatis is one of the, the best hitters in baseball, but absolutely, I think my favorite play from the day is Manny Machado from San Diego. Yeah, I think the stack is very much in play here against Gilbert. Um, the price Myers, Nola, these guys are cheap. And then you get like a Tatis and Machado with the fam. Like the stack is in play because of pricing. You can get a San Diego stack and still get two really strong pitchers with San Diego. So, I mean, for that reason alone, San Diego is in play here. On the Arizona side of thing, I honestly don't mind maybe taking some shots here on Arizona in tournaments. Um, 
I don't think it's a full stack spot, but a one man or a two man type of stack, um, you know, secondary type of looks, it, it just makes sense because Paddock's not going to be a hundred percent. You could potentially get a lot of bullpen if he's struggling. And I mean, the Padres are going to be up. So Arizona's going to get the ninth inning. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually kind of like Arizona here. I don't mind stacking them against Paddock unless just kind of, let's just see what happens type deal. Uh, I stacked against Paddock a couple of times once I realized he just didn't have it together on the season. Uh, and it's worked out a couple of times. Court didn't take down hundred K, but you know, made some good money. So I think, I think there's definitely value in stacking up Arizona as a secondary stack. Pieces are cheap enough, especially with Pavin Smith, Peralta, Van Matter, Van Meter, Dalton, Varsho, Mohamed. I mean, the most expensive guys are Rojas, Quito, Marte, and Carson Kelly. Everybody else is very cheap. All right, we're moving on here. We got Milwaukee at San Francisco, seven and a half total here, and the Brewers are a slight 140 favorite. Burns, Cueto, any interest here in Burns? Yeah, man, I like Burns. I mean, he's been good pretty much most of the season. I'm not going to let some of these rocky performances deter me from good pitchers. Yeah, he's facing San Francisco, and they've been fantastic. But I'm always going to side with pitcher when the K rate's up, the X trips down. I think he's still one of the best pitchers in baseball. I will say this about Burns. He's probably my least favorite of the three expensive pitchers on the slate, you know, just kind of matchup wise. Burns yeah. is fantastic. The dude has a 35% K rate on the season. But I mean, depending, depending, if you get the lineup that the Giants rolled out on Sunday again, Burns is probably the top pitcher on the slate because that lineup that the Giants rolled out on Sunday was not good. Um, you know, Chris Bryant was out of the lineup and it just wasn't a good lineup overall. Um, so, I mean, definitely look at the lineup, but I rank him third, not saying that I wouldn't play him. It's just, I think the matchup is tough for the giants. They walk a lot. They put the ball in play a lot. Um, and I mean, they hit a ton of fly balls. Like it's a very underrated thing about the giants offense. Um, let's talk Cueto. Any interest here in Cueto? Negative. Yeah. Call me crazy. I have a little bit of interest in Cueto. Like, the Brewers have been winning, but, I mean, the offense is still very mediocre, in my opinion. Um, he's 7,700. I think he's someone that could potentially put up, like, 15 to 20 fantasy points here. The problem is he just hasn't been pitching good lately. So, if you're looking into that, um, I mean, he came back from the aisle and didn't pitch great. So, maybe he bounces back a little bit here. But, I mean, I... I still like Alexi more and I definitely like Marquez more, but I mean, it's not like we have a ton of options in the seven K range. Yeah, I get it, man. Um, I don't even know if I'm going to have anyone in the seven K range today. So uh, I'm with you. I'm just, but I'm not, I'm not playing Cueto just zero shares. It's like, I'm out. No interest. I'm out. All <laughs> right. Um, let's talk bats. Any interest here in the Milwaukee bats? Uh, not particularly. Uh, I don't feel like this is a team that's going to blow up my day from a fantasy performance. So I'm going to be honest with you. Both of these teams are getting the X button outside of Corbin Burns. I mean, I don't mind Willie Adamas. Shortstop. Um, don't mind that price. Um, and then, yeah, on the Giants side, I mean, Burns is so good. He's just so good yeah. that, like, you're just hoping – 
you're hoping for a lot when you're when you're taking the Giants or stacking the Giants in this spot. Absolutely. All right, Atlanta at LA taking on the Dodgers. Drew Smiley, Julio Urias, um, eight and a half total in this game. The Dodgers are a minus two hundred favorite. Any interest here in Drew Smiley? No. That's an easy pass for me. Um, easy, easy pass for me. Um, any interest here in Julio Urias? No, I- I'm gonna fade him too. I just look, man. He could go out and put up 30, and I'll just lose. I- I'm I'm not playing Julio Urias. I've got other guys that I like: Wheeler, Robbie Ray, Marquez. That's enough. I- I'm I'm not playing Julio Urias. Can't do it. Won't do it. I mean, yeah, I, I just for me, I'm with you. Um, as for, like we have so many strong pitchers in this range, and I'm not saying that Julio is not a strong pitcher. I'm not saying that. Like I do think he is. He's a good real life pitcher. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, doesn't have a big walk rate. His strikeout rate is really strong. He doesn't give up a ton of home runs. It's just the Atlanta's lineup. Atlanta lineup against left-handed pitching is tough, and they added Solaire makes it tougher. Um, Riley's in there. And, and I mean, if they Evolve. for some if if for some reason if for some makes no sense reason they like have Jock and and Vote and Rosario like they leave all the lefties in there then probably have a lot more interest in Julio Urias but I don't think that's going to be the case but you never know we we ain't these MLB um <laughs> these MLB coaches. <laughs> Um, all right, let's talk bats here. Anything standing out to you for Atlanta? Yeah, man, absolutely. You know, we're gonna plug Solaire, gonna plug Duval, gonna plug DRNO. Just plug these righties, man. And then for kicks, if you decide that you want to start getting in on some of these righties and put a stack together, just play free money, Freddie. Just load him in. Lefty lefty, he's not gonna see a lot of ownership today. If you are stacking the Braves, don't stack Braves without Freddie Freeman. That should be a written rule. Like that is like it is a written rule of DFS. Um, don't stack Atlanta without Freddie Freeman. Yeah. And it might not always work. And, like, you might have days that Atlanta goes crazy and Freeman doesn't do anything. But, man, it is so hard to – it's so hard to click that button and not um, <laughs> stack them without him. Exactly. Uh, as far as the Dodgers go, it's a great spot for the Dodgers. Um, I mean, Smiley is someone that could be out of this game super early – AJ Pollock, thirty six hundred. Um, he has been hitting the ball really well over the like the last month. He's quietly hitting over three hundred on the season. Um, I mean, the Dodgers are cheap. Will I mean outside of don't get me wrong, Trey Turner, Mookie Betts, they're expensive. But I mean overall, the Dodgers are a, a team that you could stack here. Yeah, man. If we get some Albert Pujols action, we're at twenty four hundred for him. Uh, it, it's going to be great. Chris Taylor's forty one. Uh, I like the prices on these guys. I definitely think uh, you can mix and match uh, whichever way you choose because there are price points all over the place for this team. Full stack for me. All right. Um, we're moving right along here. We finish it out with Houston at Seattle. Garcia against Flexen. This game had an eight and a half total. The Astros are one fifty-five favorites. Um, any interest here in Garcia? Um, slight. I mean, I, I think he'll be okay. Um, I mean, I think he's good for 
20 to 25 fantasy points, and he goes on my list. Yeah, I mean, he's all right. Yeah. Like, if he was 8,200 here, my gosh, he'd be the like the ultimate pivot um, off of Marquez. And like, if Marquez is super chalky and Garcia is not getting a ton of ownership, that's where I would kind of look at him. Um, I mean, outside of Hanniger and Seeger, there's not a ton of power in this lineup. So they're like, they're not going to beat Garcia with the long ball here, typically, uh, if we play the averages. So, I mean, Garcia is in play. Um, Flexen on the other side, I mean, I don't play pitchers against Houston. Yep, and not playing Chris Flexen. I mean, he's up to 8,200 now, Steve. You're like, what in the world are we thinking? I know he's had some okay performances recently. I'm not buying that. Not touching him against Houston. They got six guys in this lineup. Six guys with strikeout rates under 16% against Ryan pitching this season. So, I mean, what else needs to be said? Like, there's nothing else that needs to be said when you're looking at that. So, uh, bats in this one. Houston's on the road. They're getting nine innings. Um, nine games slate. I think, Will, I think they're another team that we could potentially stack here. Excuse me, guys. I had a cough. Um, absolutely. And I know I keep talking about my boy, Michael Brantley, but he's 3,800, man. That's ridiculous. Uh, don't stack Houston without Michael Brantley at 3,800. Jordan should be there. Correa, Bregman's back. Tucker's back. This is a team – that's they they're getting healthy too as well and uh man when everybody's backing in a groove i I think this team's going to take off so i will be stacking some houston seattle i mean you can i say this all the time you put hanniger and seager anytime you want the pricing on these guys i mean all season has really just been cheap so yeah I, i think they're they're in play almost every slate at this point I'm, I agree with you, but I will not be stacking Cleveland, just one off central, if anything. Yeah, I, I can't. I'm with you. I can't stack um, <clears throat> Seattle in this spot. But All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Hope everyone had an awesome weekend. Over or under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got today? Yeah, I think everybody's guy is going to be Nick Pavetta at 6,800. Uh, that's where I plant my flag. I'm going to go A.J. Alexi in his Major League debut. Gotcha. I'm hoping that we get like a three and a half like strikeout odds for him. I don't think it'd be that low, but I mean, hey, if it'd it be is, juicy. Man, I'm hopping on it. Be juicy. Over eight k. Over eight k to score under fifteen. Chris flexing. Yeah, I can't believe like he's even in that range. Um, <laughs> I mean, just by process of elimination, I'll go Josiah Gray. Yeah. Over 4K to hit a home run. Who you got today, Will? Um, you know, this is a team I liked earlier. I talked about him already. Give me Manny Machado, 4,800. I like it. I'm going to go Marcus Simeon. Of course. Oh, yeah. Quietly has 32 home runs on the season. Um, under 4K to get two hits. Not going to use Michael Brantley today. Uh, that one feels a little bit too easy. Give me... Wow. Yeah, give me DJ LeMay here at 3,900. I like it. I am going to use Brantley because that's who I was going to pick and Will always picks him for me, so I finally get to use him today. So I'm going to take him and I'm going to use it. Give me a give me a stack to score six or more runs today, Will. Man, 
so excited. I talked about this guy, now I'm going to this team. Give me the San Diego Padres. I like that one. I mean, I, I said it like Toronto's my top stack. I, I said that. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're they're pretty chalky here though. So I'm gonna go Houston just to kind of go off the board a little bit, but I do think Toronto is the best best stack on the slate today. If you can make it work. Yeah. I mean, you can make oh, it work with AJ Alexi. There, there we go. go. Get get us some Alexi. That's right. All right. Well, that's it. That's it for Monday. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more baseball. You got a, Do you guys have a prize picks video this week? Yeah, it'll be out tomorrow. There you go. Make sure you guys are checking that out. Make sure you're checking out prize picks. Uh, love what they're doing. We got a, we got some stuff planned with them um, coming later this week. So. Make sure you guys are checking that out. Also, like I said, check out Will's video um, with them. So use promo code GRINDERS, 100% match deposit up to 100 bucks. Take advantage of it. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you guys again on Tuesday.